Quantum Bombs. Yeah. Episode 13. Jenny, Russell, and Matt here with me. Beth, you can find me at, at Beth Hagendorf. Russell's going to start us off with a list of current topics we'll talk about today. And uh, yeah, go ahead, Russ. You want me to do this list and then do that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try and be fast. Although, th- actually, I actually have a pretty long list. Uh, John Kerry calls to end food production to stop emissions. Uh, the senators got satellite phones um, for a grid down scenario, so they'll be able to still operate. Um, Homeland Security is calling for a false flag on the power grid so uh, they can blame conservatives, gun owners, and, of course, white supremacists. There's a drought affecting the Panama Canal and the ship, their shipping restrictions currently on how boats can go through it because there's a lake in the middle that actually like uh, pumps it up and down. So shipping is restricted through the Panama Canal. Uh, militant transgender activists attacked the house of Germany's ministers of Justin Marco Bushman. UK Royal Air Force recruiters were advised against selecting useless white male pilots to hit diversity targets, according to leaked emails. America is bankrupt, the debt ceiling showdown. If you guys want to go over numbers, I have some. You can ask me about it later. Uh, Germany's fourth largest economy in the world entered a technical recession. Pfizer is up 5% after they have an oral weight loss drug that is more effective than injections. Ford partnered with Tesla uh, so that oh, Ford will have their Ford's electric cars will have access to Tesla's uh, supercharging station stations. Elon Musk's Neuralink uh, got approved by the FDA to put their chip uh, inserted inside someone's skull. Archaeologists discovered a lost world with 417 ancient villages uh, in the jungle of Guatemala. I watched. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy's uh, keynote speech at Bitcoin 2023. Some takeaways were that he put pardoning Ross Ulbricht on the table, uh, and he's the first presidential candidate to accept Bitcoin donations over the Bitcoin Lightning Network. Killer whale orcas have had enough of the wokeness, and they're protesting in Europe. They have sunk three boats in Europe, and uh, scientists say uh, it's become a social thing where they're learning uh how to their uh, it's ba- or other orcas are learning how to sink boats based on the behavior of, of the other ones that are sinking boats. But they're protesting wokeness, the whales. Well, I added that part. I thought it was okay. obvious. Okay, keep going. <clears throat> uh, former former president or former vice president Mike Pence is going to launch a 2024 presidential campaign. God, such a yawn. Um, yawn. A Chinese fighter jet intercepted U.S. Air Force plane over South China Sea. Uh, that's pretty much it. Wow. Well, this clip we'll play later definitely is under most of those topics. So, um, I guess I'll add one topic to that we may get to today is the WHO's treaty that they're working on. Um, but I guess I want to start out strong. So I'm curious about the numbers that you have regarding the, the debt ceiling. Okay. We're, um, 4.7 4.7 trillion in federal tax receipts. So that's the income of the federal government. There's 6.9 trillion budget. So that means there's roughly a $2 trillion deficit, meaning we spend true $2 trillion every year that we have. The interest payments on our debt is a 900 billion. And this now exceeds the uh, b- defense budget. So we're paying more in interest on our debt than the entire <laughs> defense budget. Uh, 
Yeah, 1.1. So yeah, the next year it'll be 1.1 trillion dollars in interest payments and and it it depends on how you project it out, but in years to come, like let's say 4 or 5 years, the interest payment on the debt will be more than uh, federal tax receipts. Then you're actually bankrupt. You can't make you then you can't even make interest payments on your debt. So just say that okay so what i love about this is a lot of people think we're not smart enough to understand what he's saying but we all do understand how to pay bills so it we actually can kind of conceive so repeat the last part again slowly so next year the interest will be so much that all the tax federal taxes that they collect isn't enough to pay it is that what you're saying not next year so the debt if you look at a chart of the debt growth it goes exponential and so it's hard to project. It's not. It's, it's not linear, like truly yeah. exponential, but it looks very exponential. So it's hard to predict what it's going to be in two, three, four years. But if you just do like just a common sense straight projection off of the incline upward of the debt, then it doesn't take long, like four or five years, depending on how you project it, where the interest payment and assuming uh, de- all the debts rolled over to the current rates, which are higher than they were. Two years ago, and where is the interest payment going? China or who? Who is the, the treasury holders? That's and why. That's the one thing people like. Yeah, I mean, tre- China government government anybody. buys our debt. Yeah, anybody, everybody. But uh, anyway, the equivalent would be like if you got an interest only payment on a mortgage or a okay. car note, okay. and then your entire income from your job can no longer pay an interest-only payment. And that would be like the situation we're in. So you're never going to even hit into the principal. So my question is, as you hear them debate, like on the last latest news in the mornings, always on Fox News, is which um, politicians are voting to, I guess, agree with Joe Biden on whatever fix they, whatever temporary fix they have for this debt ceiling. Let's just say they said no. What is their other solution? Like, so right now I get it. They're putting another Band-Aid on and they're just going to throw more money at this problem. But what's the other solution? Or what if they all just said no, the Let Republicans? And then we default and then I guess we lose our reputation? Or what is this? There's no credit score for America. Yeah. Correction, I think. Default, but so it's mathematically inevitable. It, this is where you go to, where I go to answer this question, I think loses everybody. And the reason is, it's difficult to understand, but we we have debt-based monetary system. You're like, money is debt. Well, how can debt be money? Well, all of our money is like literally loaned into existence. So let's let's say for every dollar that exists in the currency supply, there's another dollar uh, that w- it had to be loaned into existence. So there's, it's owed to somebody from somebody. So when it gets paid off, it gets extinguished, and it basically doesn't exist anymore. But let's just say you had only $1 and it was loaned into the existence in the economy. And so this dollar is owed back to somebody plus interests. Where does the, let's say it's $1 owed plus $1 in interest. Where does the second dollar come from to pay the interest? And the answer is it had that dollar also has to be loaned into existence sometime in the future after the first loan was made. So it's just a big, Debt Ponzi scheme that you know, yeah. so the ever increasing debt is the only way the system works. I think the best moment we had on our podcast last year, if you want to find that quote about grandfathers, we'll be homeless on the streets that are grandfathers. It's the founding fathers. We'll wake up, we'll wake up homeless on the on the shores that our grandfather conquered. I'll find or something it. Like that. I'll find it. What were you? Thank you. I'm gonna.
So is that it? I mean, so so I guess uh, you so know, well, I'm, okay. So like, you know, they waste our time. I thought about it. I'll be honest on the toilet this morning because you know you wake up and you go potty. So I always tell Alexa TMI. to play my news. And no, but this is the third day in a row I got. I was sitting there tinkering on the toilet, and uh, they're talking about if the politicians agreed to agree with Joe Biden on this debt ceiling. And I'm like, well, what's the other option? What is the other option? There isn't one. And that's what they're, they, they don't have. And that's what I thought. How many Americans are listening to this stupid news three days in a row of they're naming these politicians of who's standing off or who doesn't want to go? And I'm like, y'all act as if we have all these like financial resolutions and we're just trying to find the best one, but they never discuss, well, if we don't do what Joe was saying, which is just print more money into existence, what's, what's your alternative? Like, why are the Republicans being timid about joining him? Cause their solution isn't a solution either. Or, I mean, I guess that's my question. Well, it's not like they have an actual solution, but they're just trying to get, so they're trying to take advantage of the situation to make political hay and get something that they want, which would be like, some small government cuts. So reduce spending in a small way, and then we'll agree, agree to raise the debt ceiling. So they're just using it as leverage to do a, a basically an irrelevant little thing. All right, I found that quote. Thomas Jefferson quote? I hope this is it before I start reading it. If the American people ever allow private banks to control the issue of their currency, first by inflation, then by deflation, the banks and corporations that will grow up around them will deprive the people of all property until their children wake up homeless on the continent their fathers conquered. I believe that banking institutions are more dangerous to our liberties than standing armies. The issuing power should be taken from the banks and restored to the people to whom it properly belongs. So just in case we're not totally clear, guys, private banks is the Federal Reserve. It was never intended. It is unconstitutional. And every person that has tried to stop it has been assassinated. Yeah, so... Uh, RFK gave a speech at Bitcoin 2023 in Miami, and uh, you know that was something he alluded to. But it's clearly, it's it's the most important thing. It's more dangerous than standing armies. So that means it's the most important thing. And so that why that's why I think Bitcoin is so important. I was, I'm kind of shocked to see him endorsing it. I mean, who? Well, you and I two weeks ago were sitting there saying RFK is the best. This was before. I really think so. This was before I even knew RFK was gonna make a keynote speech at Bitcoin 2023. Everything about him makes my heart happy. Um, I I can't find anything bad about what he said so far, um, which is kind of something that was in the news today. You know, just uh, this is, isn't news. What's that Dawson's Creek actor we're talking about, Matt? Uh, I heard you say his name. But okay. I can't remember. Uh, everybody knows the Dawson Creek actor went on Twitter and He's a Democrat, but he was just stating we have an 80-year-old president that we don't know even if he lives. Kamala Harris is going to be the president with her low ratings. Anyways, shame on the Democratic Party for not having debates. And the reason is, is he's at 20% right now. RFK Jr. has a 20% like polling, which is, is well, decent enough to be heard. But who else is uh, who else is a, a Democrat presidential candidate other than Joe Biden? Uh, the girl, but I do want to point this out Tulsi. now that it just hit my brain. RFK Jr. Who's the girl? Tulsi uh, oh, Gabbard? No. Um, uh, she's got like 3%. I mean, she has been. She was in it before he was. Um, I'll Google it. But I wanted to say it was his uncle that was killed. And he was killed because he believed in no central bank, right? Am I right? Well, that's the theory. Yeah. The last talk he gave was about that, I believe. He talked about a, a deep state that existed 
and uh, he alluded to that anyway. Kind of a mysterious last speech that he gave before he was assassinated. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, these are just theories, guys. I don't want to be censored. Marianne Wilson, I believe, is her is her name, the woman that's running for the female the female president, Democrat Party. See, I haven't even heard of her. That's how popular she is. <laughs> well, but still, it. I mean, I think anybody that throws their hat in the ring should at least... Well, I mean, I've heard it plenty of times, so... Uh, oh, so this is something that Matt brought up, and I wanted to maybe ask y'all if y'all know. So, speaking of him not debating, well, he's not debating the demo, you know, the for the Democratic ticket. But I said I can't really say much because Trump in 2019, I don't think also debated other Republicans for his Republican seat, right? That's what I don't understand. Is no. he not debating Democrats, or is he not going to debate Republicans? No, so the, the rant today was about Democrats. I actually listened to it again, Okay, well, he, so I could be Here's the idea. It. Let's say Trump's president, which is 2019. And the Republicans go, look, our best shot is Trump. Is it worth beating him up and having him insulted on a stage of other Republicans tearing him down Potentially exposing him or weakening him before he goes to run because against we, the Democrats. We so that's he, for that reason, they'll choose not to I, have a primary. Was, I understand yes. that. And I understand why Biden might not debate the Democrats because for that same reason. Well, you know, but oh. but is he going to debate uh, Trump? Oh, oh, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah that's actually that is what, a good question. What was he on the when he did debate Trump and like the few dates debates they did have? He had to be on something because he <laughs> well, was a little bit sharper than he usually was. Well, they gave him some myth. I, get, I think I, I guess something. the point of maybe why at least thankfully this one guy speaking out now they're like, oh, you're speaking on behalf of the Republicans and Fox News, the Vanderdyke guy. He's a Democrat, but at least when Trump was president, you could argue that things were a little bit better and he was coherently speaking to the people. Now we may not agree with what he was saying, but he could he could put some sentences together. No, the dollar Whereas went a lot our further. Our current president, uh, what do you call it? Brain is being questioned constantly, and you have a Kennedy running. They're like, "There's no one of recognition running." Yeah. Yeah, there is. <laughs> Please, you have someone that every Republican would love to vote for, RFK, and the Democrats. Half of them might like him. Anyways, we got off topic, uh, but I did want to start on numbers because Russell's really good with the numbers stuff. So, um, yeah, so that's some light light news. We always knew the actually. So that's okay. So since we're on numbers and the economy, I did hear about Germany. Um, I mean, I haven't heard. I mean, I've heard the news lines, but do you have more knowledge on what's happening in Germany's recession? I think they're just similar to what we are doing. It's a, it's like when I, it's a technical recession. I don't know, two uh, quarters of negative GDP growth or something like that. It's, I mean, I would say they're on par with the rest of the Western world. We're all just skydivers jumping out of a plane. What was your analogy? We're not falling as fast as the others. Well, but we're all the, falling. The, yeah, the U.S. dollar is not falling as fast as the others, but we're all falling. Yeah, and and regarding like just our currencies, our national currencies, the fiat currencies, is they're all losing value, and uh, the people compare the dollar, uh, the DXY is an index for the dollar. Well, it's just a basket of currencies that it's charted against. So they'd be like, oh, the dollar's strong. Look, it's going up. Well, it's just compared to other skydivers that are falling, it's just falling less slow, so it looks like it's going up. But it's, I mean, we is your coffee getting any cheaper at Starbucks? You know, nothing is getting cheaper. Nothing is getting cheaper. You know what's something that is getting cheaper? Change. 
uh, scrap metal prices that we get at the mill, they're going down, which I think is hilarious. Because if you go buy something right now, everything's going higher. We even buy raw material for projects, and that's higher. And yet we are the people selling the metal to be melted to make that product, and we're getting less every month. $50 a ton, $100 a ton is getting cut off that price. So explain that. We're getting less to send to the mill, and they're jacking the price higher and higher. Would so, you say that— So the labor, uh, the labor price to went up. So they, they take a raw material that you they buy from you, and then they have to convert it into something. Well, if the price to convert it, like labor has gone up, well, then that would be a way to lower your the sell-back price. And maybe the guys like you are also sell since you're getting hit with pricing everywhere, then there's more sellers because everybody's trying to create cash from nothing. Yeah, it just seems funny, right? Because you're like, wow, I, I just sold aluminum, got less for it. I just bought a bar stock of new aluminum and paid 30% more. <laughs> Doesn't add oh, up. Yeah. But yeah, what you just said makes sense, I guess. And I thought you were going to ask me about those wells, those orcas protesting the woke Germany. Oh, yeah. So, well, so you're saying there's orcas that'll learn how to sink a ship. Well, boats, right? Like yeah. kayakers or something. Well, I wouldn't. I mean, the article says boats, but um, what I, the first thing that came to mind for me is uh, when they have those wind farms on the ocean and for green energy uh like the frequencies and the vibrations it puts off in the water is like nails on a chalkboard to aquatic life so that they're pissed off about this well like bass bass will hit you know a lure that rattles out of anger so maybe they're doing the same thing yeah although you said boats that doesn't mean if they're hitting a specific wind generator i get it but sounds like they're just knocking over some hippie boats Like they even know the ideology of the people in the boat or what? Scientists think a traumatized orca initiated an assault on boats after critical moment of agony and the behavior is spreading among population through social learning. Oh. I'd like to know more about the boats that it's attacking though. Maybe, well, they said trauma, so maybe they had a bad encounter with humans and the family observed the behavior and then passed it on through their cute little talking sonars they don't even have to they just like it's like also you may not even hear it but they could talk it yeah it's like they could talk yeah they got their own language for 10 sure. miles apart and be like all right copy there was a, a headline i saw earlier sort of similar not really but it was like a beluga well it said it was a russian spy oh i saw that <laughs> i thought that was funny well it might have been into actually. that a little bit and it said it's in norway now where did it say it I don't. I don't remember that, but we like our four hundred miles or something. I can't remember. Our Navy has a program using dolphins for all sorts of things. Yeah. What are you looking up, Russell? Well, I'm just trying to control F some kind of size on that boat because Matt does have a a good question. Yeah. Because I mean, you remember Jaws? He's saying <laughs> you know, like a, a ten person fishing boat, right? Yeah. With living quarters. Yeah, I think it kayak. That sounded scary. They use the word sailors, so I'm thinking really small sailboats. Maybe is what is oh. what they think. Well, those are the same ones that are at SeaWorld, right? Yes. And they're, I mean, they're easily trained, and they can turn on people. Yeah, so. I was actually going to correct you, Jenny. the The woke part of uh, SeaWorld corrected their orca thing like five years ago. Yeah. Now they're all about like conservation. Yeah, it's okay to go. What are you what are you saying? They don't have them there anymore? No, they just thankfully they um they recognize that like 
we don't like your animal torture. Same thing with zoos, putting, you know, like, they realize that putting these animals in small water cages is captivity is not ideal. Yeah, in the middle of Texas, that's hilarious. So, so they, what, what, they don't do it anymore? They're more educational, and I think they release their larger animals. So they don't even have them? Um, I don't think so. I, don't I think they did remove them. So that was a, that's a thing of the past them. now, being in a wetsuit, hot chick up there, like, As it passing be. out fish. I mean, I'm happy they did. I just, I you know, animals are, you can give me a bad story about humans, I'm like, all right, whatever, but when it comes to animals, it hits my heart. Wow, and see, that's the problem. I mean, animals are bad too. You know but what? I think a lot of people empathize, can empathize more for animals because they are innocent. Yeah. But there's a lot of innocent people too. And they think and feel a lot. So they use the word yacht to describe one boat and the, and the sailboat to describe another boat that these orcas sank. They had like a yacht. The little ones shook the rudder. In the back, while one repeatedly backed up and rammed the ship with full force from one side. Gotta hurt his head. That's what I'm thinking. Any contact of a hard object against these things, because they live in water, they never touch hard objects, would be, you think it would be painful. Yeah. So using any part of their body to hit a boat, you would think would hurt them enough to make them not want to do it. Unless they're really pissed off. Maybe their skin's super tough. It probably is. Think about it, because like, you know, there are sharks or whatever. Oh, yeah. They're, they're animals, man. Animals are not like us. Disney ruined us because we all think that, like, mice are flying on the back of hawks and shit out there. And it's just not true. They, they don't. They're tough, man. They're tough. They do not feel. They feel. They don't. They're not pussified like us. Trust me. Hey, real quick. What happened with the UFO uh, release this morning? Yeah, Jim. Come on. I skimmed the story, but it was just talking about, it said they didn't really find anything. There's just things that they have speculated that, oh, that was unidentified objects. But okay. um, there wasn't much that actually was, that they couldn't identify so, at the end of it. So it sounds to me like the bigger story was that NASA was going to say something about UFOs, but them actually, whatever they said was like a non-event. So yeah. it was basically, yeah. So that's everything, wasn't Everything much. was explained. Everything? Almost. It said there were actually only a few. Well, those are what I'm interested unidentified. in. They didn't know what they were. There was one, it said that it was a bunch of tiny dots going across the sky, and then they looked into it and they couldn't find what it was. That's it, then. Yeah. It wasn't. I skimmed it. I got bored with it. <laughs> I was like, eh, Such nothing, a cup nothing juicy. Yeah. Well, they, we came out in the news like a couple years ago or a year ago where they said we have a craft not of this world. That that was a Pentagon statement, a craft they said not they, of this world. They said they had one physical. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. I think no, yeah, that was July of 2020. Yeah. It was you don't remember it because it was June or July of 2020. So there's a whole lot going on. Yeah. No, I re, I, re, I read it was like a six page document. It said that they observe craft not of this world, but having physical craft not of this world is like a whole other thing because i told beth i said beth this is like the equivalent of jesus walking the earth again and we're not even talking about it no it they have it the the department of defense does that was was an article you can check that out it was well covered i mean well not well on my youtube shows that are ufo i mean everybody's into ufos but it was i mean it i actually i shouldn't say it's well covered because i do need to think of it in terms of the the populace which will bring me to my next topic. 
I was interested in this story this morning. But then after that, we got to go through Russell's laundry list again. Damn, y'all are right. So, so many good topics. Yeah. Yeah. So July 24th, 2020, the Pentagon, uh, this is, the Pentagon has reportedly found off-world vehicles not made on this earth. Found versus has. Well, found. I mean, now they... The yeah, not observed, but found. It's like they physically could lay their they, hands yeah, on it. Yeah, now they have it. They have yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, we found it. Oh, we'll leave it there. But why is that not huge, huge news being discussed everywhere? Yeah. Well, I, I guess back to ours, I feel like we talk about this every episode. Maybe it's all about control and fear. And we were more scared of a bug that has a Sniffle 1% chance of getting you than these aliens. But I... Sadly, I think at some point in time, they'll use the aliens against us. Um, but actually, right now, they I feel like we've got a lot more to fear with fiat currency and the upcoming pandemic that the WHO is, is pl- waiting to um, implement. Uh, oh, dang. I forgot the... Uh, I don't know. I said it. What was it? Because you said so much. I mean, there was that was a lot. That was like, wow. Oh, the Homeland Security hyping up a... Attack on the power grid. Um, I thought I had I thought I had missed that. You know, another thing that happened was there was a drone attack on Moscow, and um, you know, Kiev or R- Ukraine has probably less to gain from this attack on Moscow because, like, it doesn't really do much to Russia other than justify further attacks on Kiev. So a lot of people think it was a false flag because it was like, who, who's to gain? And how did they get that far inland? Actually, well, I will say this. In the news I heard, they were actually saying it is most likely not uh, Ukraine. So that's good. I mean... Well, yeah, I mean, American news are, is going to say that. Um, well, the speculation was that it either could be NATO or it could be um, Russia itself to rally their their country behind them. Well, here's what you got to ask: What did it hit? Oh, was did it work? It was, or was a it lot just of, like a. Psh- it was what six different. Most of them were shot down. Or um, there's a like a attack you can do f- with a frequency oh, okay. to old school. Okay. Six different drones. Jam it. Over they jam. They jam some of them. So it wasn't a successful attack. I mean, imagine. Think about how. Ta- I mean, how sophisticated that is. Though, imagine trying to get six large drones over Washington D.C. in the White House. Like that's totally. You're in it. That's a pretty big success. It should scare you. So they were saying it, it might even be Moscow itself to rally the the country behind their cause. Because I mean that's pretty scary. That's a direct. Um, it you know, sounds it's, it's like, like it a moon. Is. It's like they're mooning you with your butt, you know. Yeah, it's it's like if it didn't hit something critical, it probably was like, a, hey, let's just fly a drone into this building and get everybody fired up. It worked. Um, so speaking of Russia, we could play my clip or not. If you think, I thought um, I was like, wow, um, John Kerry thinks we should stop growing food. We've reached peak I, stupidity. I, I was wondering what there had to be more to that. Nope, that's it. So what do we eat? Have you considered dying? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. I mean, no, this is like the logic behind it. You're you're missing the point. Humans are bad for the planet. And, you know. Ah, okay. Have you seen the meme um, where some guy goes to a Canadian doctor and he's like, my knee hurts. And the doctor's like, well, have you considered dying? Because <laughs> that's like they do that there. They do the, what is it, assisted suicide? Yeah, you won't hurt anymore. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Considered it, decided against it. 
Oh, well, let me give a preface for this. Or Are you going to play it? Yeah. Okay, so you may or may not have heard of Tara Reid. I myself will admittingly admit so that I didn't hear about her. But since I'm a fan of Kim Iverson, who is uh, an independent journalist on YouTube, she used to work for The Hill. Um, anyways, she actually, I didn't realize she was a producer on Kim Iverson's show up until now. And uh, this is Tara Reid, and we'll discuss it after we listen to it. So May 19th, May 18th, May 19th is when we parted ways. Um, uh, since then, it appears that she decided to take her vacation in Russia and today came out with a press conference where she uh, says that she is seeking protection and citizenship in Russia. I want to play this clip for you. I'm going to speak out and I'm willing to speak under oath about the corruption I witnessed about the crime I experienced. And it is remarkable that Joe Biden raped me when I worked for him in the US Congress, and I'm supposed to be the fugitive. That is ridiculous. And it's unacceptable, and I don't accept it. So as I move forward, I hope to find safety here. I appreciate um, my friends in Moscow, Russia, that have opened their arms to me and given me that safety, including Maria Butina. So thank you. I am going to make a request, and it's a large one. Um, I'd like to apply for citizenship in Russia from the president of the Russian Federation, Vladimir Putin, and hopefully Maria, Maria Putin can help me with that from the State Duma. I don't know what will happen with that, but I do promise to be a good citizen, and I promise to move forward with my life in a positive way. And, um, you know, I hope to also have my American citizenship because the whole thing is we, my <laughs> Russian brothers and sisters, I just want to thank you for your warmth and for your kindness and for opening your heart to me when at a very scary time. Spasiba. Okay. Yeah, okay. so there's so much to unpack. So, so this, there's so much to unpack right there. That is December 6th, People don't believe right. 1941. And uh, and she's asking to, to be a citizen of Germany and America. A dual citizen. Basically, yeah. So there's so much to unpack. But yeah, that's the part that I thought was kind of funny. Um, it was just bad timing. To, <laughs> I want to be well, both. <laughs> I figured, I was like, well, when I heard that, I was like, there's a lot of dual citizens that are Russian-American. It's just bad time to ask for it right but, now, uh, especially doing that. Yeah, you know, you're... Did any did did she do just, you know, did she just accuse Joe Biden of raping her? So here's the one thing that okay so yeah I'll bring everybody up to speed. So this is also kind of like we should know this but we don't. So in 1993, she was working for him when he was a senator, and I'm just going to say it because when you do talk about sexual assault publicly, they do say the details. So she needed to deliver a bag to him. I think he was going to go to the gym. He pushed her against the wall. He fingered her and was like, "Hey, let's go have sex." And she, he could see she was terrified and, like, wasn't having it. And then he told her, like, um, I think the words were something like, you're nothing to me. You're, you're, you are nothing or something. Um, and that was it. She said it was less than three minutes. So I listened to a couple of her interviews. And I was surprised that all of the interviews were from three years ago, but yet I never heard about it. And so today, this was today when she made the announcement that she's now. So what Kim Iverson was saying was, she was a producer on my show. Now she's gone. She's in Moscow today, and she's asking to be a Russian citizen. Mm. Well, 
Dang it, I lost my thought. We're drinking. I'm on I had to look my first So beer. I had to look up when that was going on. Oh, it, I was like, was Snowden? What okay. happened with him? He got granted Russian citizenship okay. in 2022. Yeah, so cuz Trump didn't pardon him. I know. Yeah. What's up with that? Um okay, so so what is confusing? Cuz today she did do a mistake. She said rape because her story has stayed the same about just being sexually assaulted, we'll call it that. Finger, um, finger rape. And, okay, there you go. Actually, well, I mean, we should be saying her. raped because I think YouTube's going to cancel that show. Oh, they don't like that word. It's, You're <laughs> supposed to say grape or grape. It's okay. So um, the thing is, is that so what made news today is that when she this happened in 1993, she did tell her brother, her mother, and some people, and mm-hmm. so she's got at least three. Well, her mom has passed, but there is a, a rec- actual recording of Lear- her mother calling Larry King saying, my daughter works for an important person, but she won't throw him under the bus. You know, so there's people that can corroborate her story of the sexual assault from 1993. Um, she didn't come out with it until three years ago, but the news was that we all heard about Brett Kavanaugh. We all know who he is, right? Like the Supreme Court justice who's Republican, who, you know, it was- I ma- stand with the victims. So, so the point was is that Joe Biden actually has says many times any woman that's brave enough to come out nationally is not only is she brave, but she definitely should be heard. And she's correct. But not if you're not not if you're accusing him. He didn't mean those ones. I know. So um, tolerant. So back to the So that was the so that brings us to speed with who she is. Um, So there is quite a bit of cooperation, but I don't know why she used the word rape today. But what is interesting is. Some news outlets even said that she she was somewhat of a whistleblower in the DOJ and the FBI. But so I guess over the last three years, her life got so scary. She said when she got off the plane in Moscow, she was never felt safer. She was so thankful. How do you even get to Moscow right now? Can well, you hey, fly to Moscow? How? Yeah, I mean. You got to go to another country no, first, right? No. You, you just fly straight from here? Think about all the No, you couldn't go. Before the war, you couldn't go there without a visa. Well, Okay, but you visa, still fly but, on a plane. Well, you're not going to get a visa now. They they've are like we don't even have embassies there. Like what? Well, do you know how I think she got in because she is in an interview where she said that Putin's good looking and like with and without a shirt on. I'm like, golly, this lady's hilarious. He rides that horse but, without uh, a shirt. So it. She was interviewed for her weird public thoughts on Putin three years ago. Anyways, <laughs> Russell, what are your? Th- so that's what I just want to talk about. I thought it was funny that. She publicly is blaming the United States president of sexual assault and sought asylum in the country we're at war with, but then wanted to keep her U.S. citizenship. Hang on, repeat I, that I, I again? Bet, I bet Putin is like, damn, I wish she was hot. <laughs> what, repeat all that again? What? Well, Why did this just ha- not happen so, now? Okay, yeah, so th- yeah, let's keep everybody straight. So she came out with his sexual assault three years ago. Of course, the media, you, that's what's funny is we don't know about her, but yet I was able to pull up plenty of... Like uh, Megan Kelly did like a good hour long interview with her. So she 1993, she was sexually assaulted. She came out three years ago. And today she went to Russia and publicly, I guess, asked for her citizenship to be in Russia because she's now fearful to be in the United States. Um, well, uh, if, if you're like um, you can work with the Russian government, if you're going to be an enemy of their enemy, the enemy of That's an enemy, not- is a friend. So yeah, they're like, yeah, come over here if you're gonna bash the president and you got dirt on him and you're a rape victim. Just like they, Edward Snowden is now a Russian citizen. Why do you think they did that? Because they like Edward Snowden. It's no, because like we're trashing him. He's an enemy of ours. So 
that's why. There now he's a Russian asset. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course they would let her in. I mean, she's so I don't fashion the standing president of the U.S., which he probably did what he she says he did. But oh, it, it's we're saying she was using the wrong terms because she wasn't being and the ad and. Oh uh, well, I am. Um, here's what I didn't realize because he actually came out and publicly addressed it and just said she was lying. But I didn't know if that was this week or three years ago. I think it was probably. I don't know because it's all back in the news again now because she went to Russia. Well, three years ago, all we heard about was COVID on the news. That's oh, all they talked you're about right. That's how it got missed. So on this yeah, topic, Russell, <laughs> you had said. Uh, well, I don't want to jump topics so fast, but you did say RFK was pardoning somebody because now that you have me thinking about Snowden. Ross Ulbrich of the Silk Road. There's a movie about him and the whole Silk Road. Um, so the travel.state.gov has, on February of 13th, 2023, as not only are you not supposed to travel to Russia, they said they're uh, telling any U.S. citizen in Russia to leave immediately. And But that was all, all a year after the war. Wow, so you're 1941... Uh, example, Matt, was accurate. Like the climate for Americans over there right now. Yeah, it's like we were about to go. We needed one catalyst. But that's our government. I wonder what Russia has I to I wonder say. what she did do to get her in her in with Moscow. Oh, well, actually, you know, because she kept referencing the lady, and the lady she's referencing is also somebody that took asylum there or something like that. Well, didn't she say she was a fugitive? Supposedly she's a fugitive now. What does she mean by that? Did oh, I miss something on that? Um, so, I mean, okay, I mean, imagine if you, you said the sitting president sexually assaulted you, your entire life is now changed. Everything you have is bugged, all your people no, will insult you Unless you, you say it against a Republican one, and then all the news is for you, the city's riot for you, everybody believes you, but yeah, you go against a Democrat when you got to get the hell out of the country. Actually, what was funny about her being a Democrat is that even her friend that she told when it happened, she said... Yes, I um, I corroborate her statement. I'm a I'm a Democrat. I voted for Joe Biden. I'll continue to vote for him. She's like, so my friend's right. It's true, but I'm still gonna vote for him. Yeah, yeah. What? Being she honest. Actually, yeah. Um. Yeah, but she did say she was. Um. Yeah, I mean, her life pretty much was ruined after she came out against him. Um, so, so well. She's currently like that speech right there. That was today. And and that was in Russia. I guess it had the Cyrillic in the background. Yeah. All right. Well, good for her. I know. I'm curious to see what comes out of it. I just thought it was so interesting. A country we're at war with, a woman that was claimed she was, you know, assaulted by our president, goes to the country we're at war with. And then wants both citizenships. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> um. I'm not sure Russia... So some countries, if you're going to get like a Russian citizen, you... You have to renounce your. Uh, they only allow. Oh, I bet one. they're going to require that. Yeah, because it's a political statement. Which is a big deal. She has a daughter. It's not easy. Yeah. Sure. All right. Um, well, I wanted to. I actually tried to look this up, and uh, I heard it on Redacted. And I went back to talk about it. I couldn't find it. So I don't know if they took it off their YouTube 
but it was pretty interesting. And so maybe it's a future topic or for everybody to, maybe you heard about it, Russell, which is part of, um, you know, the regulation of AI, but also to make sure that everybody's being inclusive and, uh, mis you know, to help misinformation. There's two, I think, who is it? Senators or congressmen that write legislation that are pushing for um, basically complete transparency over the internet. They can see everything into your website. So if your business or website isn't being, is has misinformation, isn't being inclusive um, with its products or with its business, they basically have complete jurisdiction. And even if the website deals outside of the United States, but it still affects Americans, our government would have the right to, to do what? To shut it down? In any means capacity. Yeah, I couldn't find it. On, I really wanted to give you a more accurate description of this because they had like the actual title of what this was. But it was taken, I think it was taken off YouTube. But we should all run tour relays. So have you not heard this yet, though? Because then maybe I'm jumping the gun. But they actually were reading this directly from the legislation, like the actual legislation that's being proposed. They were reading it. So I know I'm not crazy. I'm just making this up by hearsay. It sounds it sounds like something they would want to try. But um, with VPNs and Tor relays, like, I mean, it's like, um, how do you stop encrypted information, you know? So everything's just going to have to be super in encrypted? Encry yeah. I mean, there's, a there's already workarounds. There's already encryption devices. There's already... End-to-end oh. uh, -end encryption apps. So what the points they were making was, you know, back in the day when Twitter and Facebook would work with our government to silence or to, you know, shadow ban people. What do you mean the, back in, in the day? Well, Before Elon bought so, Twitter. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. It's just, but well, I was just saying that was because, well, I'm saying now in the current present, what they're proposing is that they don't need Facebook or Twitter to work with them. They just change it themselves. Just do it, yeah. The government would do it. It's, it's basically the most 1984 we've gotten um i mean this is it and then on that other note redacted also had gone over um just the who's treaty and the who's treaty right now that they're working on and some i think it's uh some pms in the uk are actually pushing back against it but they revised the tr the, the who the world health organization's treaty where they took out any of the verbiage that was giving you options to opt in or opt out but it's basically during a pandemic, we have complete control. And even before, if we suspect a p pandemic, they have complete control. So if your country opts in for this, you basically are no longer a citizen of your own country. Yeah, so the way technology works is that, let's say you're Apple, and you can create a chat system, you know, because they have their own iMessage, right? So you can create an iMessage that goes through their centralized server and if the government comes and they say, hey, we want to see all of the correspondence from this person at this phone number and they have like a subpoena or whatever, the legal right to take it, Apple can, they can develop this in a way where they can be like, sure, here it is. Or they can develop in a way and be like, sure, here's a bunch of encrypted data you can do nothing with. Yeah. And be like, no, we want it unencrypted. Be like, we, we, can't, we can't do anything for you. Doesn't work like that. Yeah, no. so so I think what... what it sounds it sounds like this is applicable they they don't want provider they don't want technology that exists where they can't come in a back way and see so data encryption should probably be something that every that like should be a booming industry it already but is I back mean. back to the who though so to my i guess the point i want to make is if you were ever looking for a one world government 
or that power that we've all talked about coming or even the antichrist or the chip it right now as of today like whatever actually i'm fixing to go may 31st 2023 it's the world health organization like that's the bad dog like that's the thing to watch right now right now they are have a treaty that could give them power over the you know your texas legislation your federal legislation would be gone the world health organization could tell you what to do with your body whether you go to work whether you put some pharmaceutical drug in it and then let's point out that 85 percent of the donations for the the who is from bill gates so the the question is is how do they enforce who would stand to profit from if we took how do they enforce it how do they get it done the only way they can get it done is if they have an attack on the power grid and take out like the whole west coast power grid somehow blame white supremacist conservative gun owners of course and now they're the enemy and then now, like just to get power back on, it was it was a cyber attack, right? So they use the internet to attack the grid. So now we'll give you internet, but we're gonna give you this centralized internet that's no longer free, and we can see everything that's you can that, you know it's no longer the like old a reset. Well, I think we're yeah. talking about two separate things because you're talking about the technology end of it. I'm actually a grand reset. I'm talking about the who. So you're talking about the technology that. Our government is looking to impose on us. I'm the telling who you, is outside our government. But Matt asked the question that came up today, which is, the who's going to need their own military? Well, first off, our country has to opt in to be part of the who. But I'm pretty sure, just like we're in NATO, I'm, we're going to be in part of it. But if we opt into the who, the who's going to need their own military? Because what are they going to use, like local police they departments? They have ours. To? Why do they need their own military? I thought the but who what were if our, would our mili- would our US, military do the bidding of some crazy? I don't know. I do not see US that. U.S. military for hire. Uh, we we rent them out. Maybe. I mean, it's a good thing to think about. They would. Who's going to push their jurisdiction and their law? Well, what is their jurisdiction? So at the this whole moment, world, the treaty. They're trying to. So they're basically saying all the shithole countries that don't know what to do during the pandemic. We know better, and we know right what's right for you and your health. Even before the pandemic comes, we know. They <laughs> said it doesn't even have to be a pandemic for them to to go and act what they want to enact. I mean, it's some pretty scary stuff. They're reading directly from the. Uh, if, if I if I was a better podcaster, I'd be reading it to you. But hey. I, instead, we're drinking beer. <laughs> When did quantum bombs become uh, devolve from being a, a sober, no alcohol, enlightened podcast that talked about like topics that were enlightening to a booze, negative <laughs> news, <laughs> booze <laughs> and negative news? I, we're pretty positive. Uh, Alcohol's bad though. Don't stay away from it. Well, we you know it's the Bud Light thing. We wanted to make a stand by per- showing everybody that we definitely don't. I mean. Long before they, hey, I was long wrong. before that we never drank. Hey, so probably. last episode I said, you know, Target, like, you know, who's going to drive another couple of miles to avoid a Target? It's easy to just get like Coors Light Apparently instead of Bud they Light. Do. Well, yeah, a Target's down like fifteen percent. Well, yeah, Satan, Satan, shit for clothes for kids. Give me a break. You know what's weird is that barely made the news, which is to yeah, me spread that, fast, that's though. way worse about the Satan stuff. When you see all the examples at Target, they very rarely, if ever, show the, the Satan designer. They only show the, the, the trans part of the Pride collection. Tuck-friendly construction. Three words. Can I... Just go in cold water and you don't need it. But I've been telling... My brother, was it you I was telling the obvious thing? Tucking is getting the wrong representation. 
What the way they were you're over you're overthinking okay. this. Alex Stein, when he sported the tuck friendly suit in Target, he wasn't tucking. He was just wearing a, like a speedo. Yeah, what is tucking Junk anyway? Tuck it where? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Thank you. Tuck friendly means you put to it the somewhere. Back. What? You tuck it to the back. Yeah. And what you walk around like this? You look I showed like, Beth so how you, you would have to look like walk. a yeah. female. The, yeah, tucking is so you could look like a female looks from the front. That's that's all my. The constr- but not from the no back. One- Remember that uh, Ace Ventura where he spins a guy around? Yes. It was like some hot chick. Yes, you know, like- yes it was a lady boy. Okay, and he so- was tucking? And yeah. <laughs> even the male models on the runway when they're showing you these tuck-friendly suits are not tucking. And I'm like, okay, everybody, we're just redefining what tucking is. The point of tucking was to tuck it away. You can't walk. No, you really can. I tried. Yeah. I actually think, I'm sitting here thinking. I'm I like, think you, you couldn't. You gotta had, hold it you back can, there. You can waddle. It's about yeah, all you waddle, can do. Yeah. If we had a uh, someone that's, I think there is a way to do it though. Like using the, tape in, in or something, maybe. Oh, no, man. I think they talk about it. Like there, I think there's one people that are good at it and like are used to tucking. Oh my gosh! Unless they get excited, then what happens? They get an antenna. <laughs> no longer tuck. It's a chair. Think's it. Oh well. Um. So I, Neuralink has gone a lot faster than what I thought because if they're going to put this in a human, there was a guy that was walking that was previously paralyzed. I saw an article, but they didn't specify if he was using Neuralink or not. But I was like, man, so there's another like three years, then it's going to be like, you know, it's going to be like the new iPhone. Like, Yeah, oh, what's it going to cost, this, I wonder? Just get this computer in your head. Would you do it? You know... Never. I don't know. I mean, you're a spiritual being, Russell. Don't ever take your consciousness for granted. <laughs> it yes, depends. Cyborg. You know, it depends on if it's one, if it's a read, write, or just read only. Yeah, I mean, how does it work? You, in one eye, am I watching Instagram cruise, and then I'm driving with this eye? I guess it. I mean, well, how's the cop going to prove that shit? Well, you know, it's not. We don't know it. We haven't gotten that far yet, right? I wasn't They're texting. Not, I promise. You know, they was they had they did have uh, monkeys playing pong though, because you know the. What I had said at the beginning was that the FDA approved we could put it in a human. So what they were doing before this uh, was they were putting them in monkeys or some kind of primate, and they were playing pong, like with their head, like right, with no hands. Right, it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, is what they had them doing. So I don't know. I mean, I don't... What kind of interface... What kind of... Like, what's the feedback on... I think we're going the archaic way about this because I believe we have the ability to do all this already. The, the, the best computer ever is already in our head. But we're going to create something and put it in there. But a long time from now, maybe, I, I don't think we're going to need to talk the way we're talking right now. Well, it's a, it's, it's just becoming a cyborg. So, like, yeah. if, if, uh, if general AI is going to... If we're going to create beings, or we already have created beings that are smarter than us by far, then... The only way to go along for the ride in their progress would be merge with them, and the and Neuralink is a way to do that. So that's the argument for it. Otherwise, you're just going to have super smart uh, machines, and then we're going to be like the dumb ants just walking around. I don't know. I heard I saw a guy talking about the Bible saying that in Revelations it talks about there's a coming a kingdom that's a mix between uh, metal and clay, and it doesn't doesn't stand and some guy was making i mean i don't know i don't really have an opinion on it but i thought it was interesting the mix of metal and clay man being clay made from earth metal machine wrap it up 
No, I said that's what I thought. I was I was going to ask you what you meant by clay, but you oh, answered my question. Yeah. Um, well, that makes me feel somewhat better when you mention Elon doing that, because you know I still have my hopes I could have my chance with him. Uh, you know, I'm a big admirer of his him. You want Elon but with or without does, a Neuralink? I'd like him without, and as, as human and as close to his soul resonance as possible. But um, well, what what I'm happy to hear though, I forget that by you saying he's putting Neuralinks in brains that it can help people that don't have that are handicapped or paralyzed. So I totally forgot about the advantages. Of yeah. Technology. I mean, the people that have the most to gain and less to lose are going to be disabled people. And they're the first people that they're going to help. And the first people that are going to get it, first people that are going to agree to get it. But at some point it, it, uh, do you want to type faster? Do you want to type faster than anyone could actually type? And then that would be like what you're just increasing the bandwidth between your computer, and you. And that's the argument he made. He said, look, we're already a cyborg. We, we've got this. But we've got this. And the, the bandwidth is our thumb. And so he's speeding that up. The, the funny thing is, though, is we all can agree that phones don't impact our mental health in a positive way. I mean, yes, you could say it helps my production at work. But really, our happiness is coming from working out, being in nature, yeah, conversations uh, yeah. with like eye that. contact with humans, getting away from it. So... I, I, I just have an in, I would never in a million years because want to do this. This is already Black Mirror five years ago, maybe seven years ago now when Black Mirror came out when this was an option. Black it's what? Black Mirror. It's the TV series on Netflix where it takes technology, future technology scenarios and puts it into like a 30 minute. I wish they had more. They're so good. So yeah, they've done really this already good. where your brain is connected to stuff and many different versions of it. But I mean, I already, you know, I said it a lot. I suffer, you know, a bit with anxiety, insomnia, and depression. So I already work on controlling my thoughts as much as I can, you know, through constant like affirmations, podcasts, you know, positive thinking, meditation. Why in the world would I want to put a computer in it? I actually, I, I actually probably, you know, that would make people kill themselves. Like, like, I would blow my brains out. I don't like how you're saying, like, well, phones don't make us less happy. Does a shovel make us more happy? Does a vehicle make us more happy? I would actually argue, it's just yes. A, tool. a shovel, yes, because hard work. No, seriously, production and purpose really makes you happy. Well, then a phone should also increase happiness because it's just a tool. Because you're using it incorrectly and you're falling into someone else's trap to make them money by giving your attention away. I, then that's the that's on the you. Dopamine. But I'd, st I'd still argue against it's a tool, but you're happier using your hands than you are making a million-dollar deal by clicking a, a button, I have to say. But how would you use your hands? If hand? I planted a plant with this... with with, a Because I remember when I... I remember one day when I did a, like, community service at mcdonald's in austin like at the mcdonald house or something i was so happy that day i was so fulfilled why'd you have to do community service well, i'm sorry it wasn't community service it was like outreach it was like oh. i don't know so, what group i was with but i did stuff i put my hands in the dirt and did stuff so if i i i'm happier that i can save 30 minutes out of my life to go pick up chinese food and i could just use uber eats on my phone and be productive in other ways like that increases my value of life i use my phone as a tool yeah, I use it a little bit to do stupid things, but at least I'm like somewhat aware that like scrolling and mindless, mindless crap that is meant to draw your attention in and only make you depressed. Like, yeah, I guess Russell, that's the question. Uh, these rifles right here can be used for target practice and getting food, and then they can do bad things too. So, with our phone though, there's no harm, right? So you take that rifle, you do something bad with it, go to jail. There's always immediate horrible consequences. But if I get my phone out and I scroll for 
an hour a day on Instagram. Well, that hurts people's you. Lives. Yeah, it hurts me, but I don't see it that way. You I get a dopamine hit from checking this stuff you out. You chose to search Instagram as opposed to use it to read a book because books oh, are in, like books are now books are now freakishly cheap. You I, used to have to order a paper book, and that was the only way you could read one. Now I, you could listen to it on your phone. You could read it on your phone. You're not wrong. I'm just telling you what's going to happen. People are going to if this is plugged in their head and it actually you can see it in your eye. There are going to be people just zoned out, just everywhere they go now. I don't know if the, I think seeing it in your eye. See that that's. Uh, um, well, how's it going to work? That's too Hollywood. Well, it's uh, how I think you're projecting how it's going to work. Yeah, I don't like, know how it's in work. fifty years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, well, it's already in a human. So, is it going to go to my phone? I'm just going to look at my phone and go, "Yes, I will be there tomorrow." And it just well, look, the way it's working now is when you want to move your arm this way, something happens in your brain, and Neuralink currently reads that same signal, and then your prosthetic moves that same way. That's how it currently works. This is for helping people who are hurt. Oh uh, yeah, that's what we just went. We just talked about that. I thought it was. I thought you were about typing and messaging and. So he had said did that'll he, come. What? So where were you five minutes the, ago? The news, Man, I'm still processing. But I, I do want to reiterate. So if I understood, the news is that Elon Musk got the FDA to approve his trial of a Neuralink in a human. Yes, the first humans to get it are going to be the paralyzed people, the people that uh, can't move their arms, can't move their legs. This is giving them that ability. So well, that's perfect. They, I, I mean, I these are the first people to use it. They're the first ones on the list. They have the most to gain and the less to lose. Well, I'm not going to go get it because it could screw my brain up forever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, if I wanted to walk really bad and I was paralyzed, I get it. So they're the first ones. But yes, everyday humans over a long enough period of time as this technology develops, everyday humans, you know, probably are going to be getting something similar to this. Well, to be fair, that's what I was talking about because you made the statement that you don't usually use your phone too much for stupid stuff and so that that's where i was thinking okay we're using this like a it's a facebook thing in your head you know yeah i never have i never uh i never what the first smartphone i got i just gravitated towards like productive stuff i was like oh great i could send emails you're not from this. the average person though um it's just whatsoever. an extension of who you are though yes your phone is i think um i heard something profound which is it's not that we have a value issue in our society it's we have a habit issue. It is very hard for human beings to break habits. So yeah. speaking of the dopamine hits you get from your phone, I think all four of us are unique individuals. I mean, and I'm patting myself on the back, but at the same time, you got to know where you're running. And yeah, my life is surrounded by, uh, you know, self-development type stuff. So, but we know that the average consumer out there isn't doing that. And, you know, my heart does hurt for a lot of people because sometimes they don't see... You know, it's we're just rats on a wheel running. You know, I personally wouldn't want it, um, but I, I I'm the kind of guy that likes hot springs, right? So <laughs> I just want to get away from that well, stuff. That, but I can see the major dangers to know. it. That's, so that's why you're like, well, you get it. Well, the first thing I said is, is it read write or is it read only? You know what I mean yeah, by that? Is this that. computer gonna be able to change the wiring in my brain or is it read only? In other words, I can send information out. And, and but it's not gonna send information to like control in. me yeah, or that. write my brain. It's not gonna write what's in my brain well, yeah. or give me thoughts or memories I didn't already have. Get, That's what I meant by that. That was really interesting. Let's get Black Mirror on you. Let's say it's a read only, but then ten years from now they do Somebody a quantum it. upgrade and now yeah. your brain. But now it could fix depression. You could you could have horrible memories that it could just remove those memories. My memories and put great are ones. removed. Dude, I feel like that's in a black mirror. What he just said. 
Probably so. Remove memories and put in good ones. Think about that. If you had all these wonderful past experiences, like you won this race and you had this great, beautiful girlfriend and all these wonderful things, you might wake up tomorrow like, hell yeah, I got it going on. Yeah, but I think that, you know, if you look into like any script that talks about the deeper meaning of life or fulfillment and stuff, like uh, there is no actual hack to that, even if you're given all the pleasure on, or like you remove the bad memories like you have to have the 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 bad with the good you have to have the sour with the sweet like you you can't you it can't all be good if you, if all you do is have fun try to have fun all day every day it stops being fun you well, have to go create something you have to you have to hurt you have to have stress you have to have positive stressors in your life absolutely but that's the first primary thing that would be thrown out there we could fix depression yeah 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 that's we'll the idea all your and, memories. and you think you can but that's that's not how that's not how the universe works no, that's that's why the so German the, idea was wrong. So the struggle and 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 the bad stuff actually gives the gives it value. It gives life value because the, the pleasure of overcoming the struggle, you know, isn't it, that the ancient story though? Man showed up here on Earth and everything was working. And he said, "Oh, let me fix it." <laughs> everything has a reason. There's a reason for hurricanes. There's a reason for wildfires. There's a reason for night and day, hot and cold. Well, we need to fix this. We need to change that. And then all of a sudden, there's a new problem pops up. And then it's just this mess. It was fine. Just get naked, go and swimming, hang out at the beach. It's all good. Yeah, removing hardship isn't necessarily a good thing. No, especially not at artificially. All. It makes weak people. There's a reason we have muscles, and it's the reason they respond to struggle. They get bigger. So when I'm in the pod with my Neuralink, you're saying my muscles are going to get gonna smaller? You're going to be such a nerd. I'm going to go over there and just push you over, bro. <laughs> Big old fat head. You're going to lose your hair. All that radiation is going to boil it out. Uh, you're going to look like an alien. Maybe that's where they, they come from. They're warning us, don't do it. We could ask them uh, in West Texas if oh, we ever sorry. got there. Well, go ahead. Oh, no. you are just. I was going to feel the air. It needed to be... Well, my brain also went to, um, like, at first I was interested in our government listening to Elon Musk talk about AI, and we've got to get ahead of it before it passes. It, well, you know, there's no going back with AI. And then now I see it as, um, well, back to what I was saying, the government's, um, I think that might be their, their in with our technology and the, the fight against our encryption, it, because they're now they're like, oh, yeah, it's for your protection with AI. Oh, yeah. Actually, my business partner in the UK made a good uh, analogy. He's older than us, and he said, Beth, you remember when they told you that TV would mush your brain? I said, my mom told me that all the time. He <laughs> Don't said, sit too close. He yeah. said, yeah. The was, flicker rate actually was bad for it you. It was a boogeyman. The one thing monitors are good for is they don't have that old-school flicker rate. Mm-hmm. That flicker rate thing was real. We yeah, if you watch it with a camera, you can see and it. We yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the one way you would actually see, oh, I'm actually watching something with a flicker rate. And if you sat too close, that's probably what would mess up, like give you a headache, eye strain. And they did uh, experiments with subliminal messages in those. They yeah, show pictures. You totally, and your, your conscious won't catch it, yeah. Oh. Well, anyway, he was saying that the same way the TV was going to mush our brain is the same dumb stuff we're saying about AI now. That's what he thinks, and he works with AI every day. But TV did mush our brain, and I think AI is already corrupt. But Haven't you seen mush where... Mush our brain? My, I actually thought my brain was going to go soft, oh, though, well, when my mom told me yeah, that. Enough. Like, literally mush my it's brain. It's already soft. So who who controls the chip in your head? 
Well, it's you know that's a good question, but it would so there's going to be just like a phone has firmware and software, it's going to be similar to that. Um, whoever writes virus. that, it's going to be it's just going to be a computer in your head basically. My and then God. it's going to break, and you're going to be walking. <laughs> no, right. but what if you know? Have you ever Actually, had a bug get in your ear? Can you imagine a, a a virus gets in that chip, and you just you're just getting defaults and error messages all day, and you it's in your head literally. It sounds terrible. It's a good question, Jenny. If you think about it. You know how only certain parts of your brain have certain jobs? So wouldn't they need to like have it connected to all the different parts of your brain? Because, it, you know, your brain's like the spaghetti mm-hmm. roll, like links. You don't want it just sitting in one spot. It would need... Yeah, so what they do is they have like uh, tiny little needles. You know, they have this... They, they built this machine that like cradles your head and they inject these tiny little hair-sized uh, wires into your head all the way around, and mm. then they have like a quarter size hole in your skull where the actual computer goes, and all the wires go back to that. Mm-hmm. Really, this is you've seen it. So this is why I can never. I'm so this happy is, to be the only is, person in my domain in my head space. But this is like Gen One. <laughs> I'm right? <gonna> wait. <laughs> you know, you know, this is the first one. So the idea is technology will improve. Maybe we won't actually have to penetrate your skull um, or your skin and. And later models or whatever, you know? You'd have have to penetrate the skull, right? I mean, it's really got to touch that brain. Well, I mean, if it's able to do it with some kind of MRI. Electromagnetic pulses. Exactly. Something that scans it without penetrating it, you know. That doesn't cause cancer. Well, it penetrates it with waves or something. What is it, uh, 10 years before you could really tell if some cancer is going to be caused? Because, I mean, if you think about it, we have bad effects even from being around Wi-Fi. I have Wi-Fi radiation per Dr. Meacham, my doc, my Eastern medicine doctor. You have, w- wait. Wi-Fi radiation. She just says it's, uh, you know, like, you know how when you're in a building, there are like 30 Wi-Fi signals? Yeah, I get EMF and it's bad, but uh, your doctor is claiming you have physiological effects. Yeah, fog. she says a lot of people do, but it doesn't necessarily mean anything bad's going to happen, but she was saying... You know they make devices to mitigate that, right? Yeah, some people even wear them around their neck. That's... I mean, maybe I need one. I don't know. I just... Um, I used to so, wear one around my neck like but 10 this, years ago. this point, exactly... I th- Actually, we're... Gosh, we're fighting... Ca- uh, not cancer. You could just say negative uh, health effects in so many ways from our food... You know, from the plastics that we're ingesting without even intentionally ingesting them to now it's all in the air and now per, now it's going to be brain, close to our brains and waves. Some people's yeah. brains. Brain chip can even tell you who to vote for. I mean, I'm still going to I'm still <laughs> commercials my in eggs next. and have kids, but it's a weird world we're in. You'll be doing something all of a sudden stop for this, this commercial paid for advertisement got to run in your head. How many people do you think will use it as an excuse? They killed somebody. Oh, my computer chip did it. I had no control. It glitched. Right. Or How many hacked. people are going to use this yeah. for porn at work? They're just okay. going to be sitting there in a meeting. Again, you are Generation 10. At sure. this point, though, like uh, whatever job you think you could have, I think AI is AI's already taken that. Okay, so that's the big discussion. What do we do with this massive population with no job to do? We Yeah. You mean UBI? What's UBI? Universal Basic Income. Oh my God! We, it sounds like a nightmare, dude. We did discuss it's like a breadline. This has been like a discussion for like ten years, but not because of AI. Now it's even more. The UBI like advocates are even more about like it being necessary because you know, and at some point of abundance, I'm not against it. Like we're gonna reach a level of abundance where AI basically does everything, and like the cost of Food and shelter is so cheap, and, you know, why not? 
one if, if I guess okay so back to your point earlier though where you said you got to have some struggle or you're really not actually happy you take a population let's just fast forward a few years you're giving them a, a basic income uh, everything's paid for you just wake up you get entertained and you go to bed that shit ain't gonna work well that's the people that choose to do that I mean you're given ultimate freedom so the humans that choose to like go out and create and do other stuff like they're still gonna be happy they're still gonna have struggles like people don't have to go to the gym. That's a struggle. That's a stressor they choose to put on themselves. So people, people that do stuff like that, they'll be fine. They'll be happy and healthy. The people that just want to drink and or consume a substance all day and watch TV, they'll be able to do that. You know? Okay, yeah. So I get that as long as they don't put a cap on it. See, what I picture is some kind of a, okay, you'll never fall this low, but you'll never go this high. You put a cap on what? The on the on the, six, on the people who want to climb. Or, no, the UBI means like everyone gets a universal basic income. There is no you can still go out and make all you want. Oh, okay, you're just, it's just like a bottom. There is no top. Now some people want to create a top, but the, there's far few people saying that. Ever, you know the UBI the, the idea of universal basic income is not you cap people's income. It's that you pick the bottom up. It's you can there'll still be people. There'll probably be more consolidation of wealth and more billionaires. Mm-hmm. So even though even though like um, life is more abundant and we have more prosperity and less people living in poverty, we're still going to have more wealth inequality. I think that was actually go hand in hand. So people would some people would rather have some people would rather not have Amazon and and have stuff delivered to their door just so Jeff Bezos can't be rich. Mm-mm. But I would argue the world is a better place with yeah. Jeff Bezos being a billionaire and right. I can still order stuff to my door. Yeah. The world's a better place. He deserves to be rich because sure. he Absolutely. made everyone's life better. Absolutely. I, I agree. Yeah, who cares if somebody's richer than you? But it's people like, this isn't fair, so let's stop him. And then, yeah, you stop all the all the fruits of his labor and so, yeah. So what are your thoughts on a UBI? You like it? Think it's a good idea? N- not right now, no. We'd have to reach some level. I'm talking about, and let's let's go ahead. AI takes care of everything now. You got all these jobless people out there. Is I, UBI I, a good idea? I, I still wouldn't be like an advocate for it. I would just be like, okay with it. I wouldn't, I'd be like neutral, you know, because, but, you know, if you didn't have it, you could still argue like, well, there's, you can, there's always going to be a service or product that, that you could think of, maybe say that but you like, have to have a lot are, of it though to fill all those people well like look like if you think about the economy now like who in 1800 like knew that they needed a phone or or any of these products we have like we invented all this stuff and now we need like this stuff but like back bef- before like we had an agriculture own- only economy like the only things we needed was like housing and shelter that was the economy so like we invent all this other stuff for us to do and then that becomes the economy well, as technology advances, the same thing's going to happen. So people argue like, you know, automated truck driver, like the auto- autonomous vehicle is going to put truck drivers out of business and Uber drivers out of business. Well, it's the same argument as like um, the or the 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 guy who manufactured the whips for the buggies is going to go out of business because of the car got invented. Sure, he just know. started making something else. Yeah, I mean, it freed up, he freed up, freed up. Uh, Labor for something else. The AI is different though, because it actually it sounds like it's going to be able to to do everything. Yeah, buckle up. I think we're on a we're on a new horizon. But if it's able to do everything, it's able to do everything at a very low cost. Meaning, whoever owns that AI and whoever owns the production of that AI and tells it what poems to say and which ones not to, they're going to have competitors. 
So there's going to be a lot of different AIs creating the same cheap product. That means the product's just going to be really, really cheap. Why? At that point, I'm okay with UBI. I mean, I'm not for it, though. I'm not arguing for it. I just think, like, if it's... Like, if we're going to have all of these other government programs, something like that would be... I guess I'm worried about AI being tainted with ideology as opposed to just being a strict machine because that's where I see the cap coming in because people who struggle for more become powerful. And if their ideology doesn't jive with the ruling ideology and you have this capitalist, you know, sky's the limit society, you're going to have somebody rise. They're going to invent something, generate a massive wealth, get a following in power. And if the, if the AI is strictly a, a, a neutral machine, fine. But if AI is uh, is slanted one way, which ChatGPT obviously is, um, I could see issues. Yeah, so I think Elon said that the hardware alone would be at least $250 million to have a, a competitive AI right now. That's a lot. Just to start. So the barrier to entry is really high. $250 million? Yeah. $250 million on hardware. Yeah. Like, you know, NVIDIA's chips or whatever. So it's just, uh, so to your point, Matt, on ideology, it's the 1% that'll write the books of what AI dictates our world. I think um, not on the that topic, but with AI, so obviously it can create art, right? Like digital photography. It'll soon be our films and television, right? So I'm curious when all of content out there could be generated by AI, what portion of, like, what percentage of your content will you prefer to be organic from human? I know. What and if they like, beat us at wanna... everything? Like, they're funnier, more romantic? Well, they're romantic. definitely going to be more uh, attractive. Their voice will be um, very likable. Uh, their humor will be spot on. So you'll enjoy a lot from AI, but uh, as a content creator, I'm like, hoping they're going to still like my organic shows where people have pimples and... <laughs> We, uh, you know, we don't get our lines perfect or, you know what I'm saying? You know, I don't know. I think the content part's going to be the last thing. It's some, like the hardest. That's like the most human thing we do. There is no defining. Well, I can say like, this right now, though. I'm very proud of my partner. Maybe I shouldn't say this. I can't remember if he told me not to tell people. But I mean, there's tech. I mean, we already know this, like motion caption uh, actors and artists, you know, where they wear the suits and they go into the green room and they act like they could be a gorilla, right? So... That's just, that's like old school now. You could, there's so much you could do with AI and content already. What I'm, well, I thought you meant more like, uh, like, let's say even a podcast content. Like that, so it's hard, it's hard to code. I mean, yeah, they could create a, You're it's right. hard it, to it code like the human element of just a conversation. But they did that. AI had a Joe Rogan but this podcast that was completely. Somebody, fake. but somebody told an AI what to say in Joe Rogan's voice. That's what's happening with uh, that. You mean that wasn't? AI that came up with the not the story. word not yeah not the words itself. Oh. You're right. The the way we talk over each other, our silly jokes. It would be hard to recreate humor. Uh, you are right about that, or even sexuality or flirtation. But guys, this is um, 1900, and we're talking about cars in in another 80 years. It's hard, to, yeah. but it it is hard to quantify and. Like, uh, what's funny? Even we can't agree on what is funny. Like, if you go to a stand-up comedy show, like, you're going to think some things are funny and other people are, you know, so it's hard for even us to quantify what is funny, but, much less a computer that, you know, that isn't human. But couldn't it listen and actually listen to 
what it'll three do three million comedic performances yeah. and then now know how to make a joke. Yeah. What it will do is what it's currently doing is just uh plagiarizing humans because like people are impressed by everything that Chat GBT is doing, which is basically just regurgitating something it read somewhere. Yeah, with all kinds of disclaimers <laughs> before it gives you the answer. Or like the art is just kind of all a combination of other photos and images and paintings or something that it's all online. So oh. But yeah, you're right. So I, like, I'm going to be strong humanist camp. I can already tell you. You know, like... You specious. We're going to be living in the yes. trash pile. Well, I mean, I'm going to prefer art from humans and just human it up. Like, it already hurt my feelings that Russell... I mean, what he makes the point, like, I'm taking notes during this podcast to give to our now virtual assistants that post this tomorrow for us. And Russell's like, why do you do that when the Riverside, uh, the software we're using has a, a, a postscript? file now that I could just feed into an AI and I'm like no because the human's going to write it better and I don't know it's just weird like what I'm doing could be replaced already yeah but that- I prefer as an artist like this is we're producing the show together all four of us I want to produce it with our humor versus something that just read our thousands of words we said tonight and put it into a description just surrender to AI Mm-mm. well Part of me is already. Part of all of us is already out there as AI with our uh, profiles out there in the internet. Well, Elon. So uh, one of his latest interviews, he said, like in twenty, thirty years, the world will not. It will be unrecognizable. I actually agree with you. If you take this AI further, like I don't think people really realize how well, dangerous everything you're looking at. Are they real? or Are they not? Well, look. look. The, you're I tried not, to sell my car this week. I didn't get anything but scammers. You, I promise you, my child, who's two years old, one day will have to ask a person, "Are you, you real or a human or?" Oh, we're Android? already doing that. But no, what I'm what like? No, but I mean face to face. Elon, ha- like the Tesla. I don't, I don't know if you guys know that they're they're coming out with Optimus. They have a humanoid robot that they're going to be releasing within the next year or two. And what's it do? Yeah, what does it's, he why mean Why would I buy it? one? Yeah. You're gonna put, it's going to wash your dishes. Now, I don't know if generate... I'm buying I, that. I don't know if this first one is, but that's the idea. It just helps you, with, and it's built as a human, so the world's built for humans, so they're going to build robots that are humanoids so that it can just step in and do the role of a human. Hey, I would finally have a friend. Yeah. That's great. That sucker could ride me to West Texas. So in 20, in 20, 30 years, I think what Elon means is like... Yeah, what yeah, does he mean? Well, that thing's going to be walking around. It actually will be washing your dishes, and it will be able to have a full all-on conversation with you. Shit, this is going to be great. All right, but sorry, but population I'm, I'm getting won't one grow. Now. But I'm, but I'm, I'm thinking like, let's program like the hydraulic. However, it moves its arm. Can we just program it so it's like weaker than most humans? So we can like, it's not like oh, super I want mine strong. like eight feet tall and strong oh, on my no. side. So you think you can't that's take what it then? No, I don't need to take it. Homeboy's on my side. I'll have the chip. So he's oh, co- yeah. when he says we won't recognize my robot. <laughs> come on, Will Smith. Come on. Hey, I can plant something on that sucker with the push of a button. He's gonna go away. That's I don't, actually that's a really the, good idea. The coolest thing what about Matt- what I do. Listen to this. The coolest thing is that no matter what they invent in a hundred years, the shit I do today will still blow it up. Yeah. No, that's actually a really good point. Put small. It doesn't even have to be big. Uh, uh, small right where the chip is or where the you know the main computer uh mother motherboard is a small explosive and you yeah and if it does something that you don't want and then it's just like it'll be like a poof and then it just falls over but like yeah it's done not a bad idea that's a great idea so do you think when he said that 20 30 years he's talking about the irobot version of will smith 
I mean, you've seen that movie, right? I mean, I think so. well, that's a horror it's, movie, but something similar, that's sure. Not, that's, that's, the one, that's not a, it's the 4th of July. Any, anyways, it's just, so you're saying there's just robots and AI. I mean, I've, we've seen it in so many TV shows. I'm just trying to think. I actually have to say the world has changed because I tried to sell my car this week and there's more fake scams out there than, I mean, I really do feel sorry for people. You got to really, really be diligent. On the scams? Oh, yeah. they're so rampant. Matt even, I even got a call from somebody demanding I give them my verification code on my text. I got a advice I mean, I, for old people. If you're bored in a rest home right now and you're listening to this, get you a phone and just list fake shit for sale on Craigslist and just get, be ready fun. for the scams to roll in and just have fun Have with fun. Them. Tell them how yeah. human garbage they are. I mean, I do that. I mean, I was driving and texting the other day. I'm like, watch me have a wreck driving and texting these scammers about what garbage they are. <laughs> You're actually, well, I mean, like, you do all that, and I'm like, did I even just text a human? Like, they got me if I'm texting some robot that doesn't care. No, they're tech, they're humans. I always just, anyway. All right, but that. if they get an emotional so, reaction, then you lost too. But, um, right. If you're texting them, they're bad, you lost. Yeah. Like, you've yeah, just lost more now. But I if always you try just to tell them, them, like, on, what broke you that made you this way? Lead them on and burn their time. That's actually not a bad idea. I used to. Yeah, like uh, lead telemarketers on when I was in college because like I was like it ain't well, much but it's honest work like my time's cheaper than yours I'm just gonna talk with you <laughs> <laughs> waste like an hour I had washing one, your dishes uh huh what I had one that kept calling me it was the same person every time but it was basically a telemarketer they kept calling me over and over and over and I I would just ignore it ignore it ignore it I finally it's not nice. When it rang, I blared my car radio. I put the speaker, put my phone right up to the speaker, and I hit answer. <laughs> I was like, "Enjoy those busted eardrums. We're done." <laughs> Did they ever call back? No, I don't think. Well, any of y'all got an idea like how to stop that? I'm I currently get I don't know maybe five, ten phone calls a day. Oh, there there is most a of service, them don't, but most of them don't say anything. So there's a there's a service that my buddy has. When you call, it answers and it says for you to push a number, and you have to push. For to three, actually to get, actually get through, and the machines can't do it. But do you want your family and friends to have to hit four every time they want to talk to you? You know what? If the phone rings, they that already, means they went through that, and it's a real person. They already had to pick up the phone and like find you and hit call. It's just one more number. Yeah, like um, I want that. But I with, guess everybody's gonna have to do that in the future. Th- well, no. What the solution to all spam activity is just as soon as it costs a small amount of money. So let's say we're gonna do. Our voice calls over like a, a, a uh, Sphinx Bitcoin. encrypted app. Yeah, yeah it's going to cost a, a small amount of money, like an email. Like you a shouldn't. Satoshi. You shouldn't. Yeah, a Satoshi. You shouldn't be able to send me an email for free. Yeah. I should be able to set the price. Twenty Satoshis. You want to send me an email? That means like the only reason telemarketers exist is because it's free. They would. They. It would not be profitable if it just cost them a small amount yeah, of money right. to make that phone because call. Because the margin is so small. I just well, the margin is nothing. Like they, they, it's zero zero dollars. No, to I mean for how many they have to call before they actually get a hit. Yeah, they just get machines money. to make free phone calls, thousands and thousands of calls, till they get one sucker on the phone, and then they transfer you to someone else, and then they're like, and then you get the real scammer, and you know. I remember when cell phones were actual personal. They were actually personal, where you only the only people that called you were people that knew you. Yeah. It was nice. You got gray hair. That's what? A, that's a long time ago, but I remember it too. It doesn't. So the the Google screening service that I have is like you can click screen call, and then you have to sit there in real time and see what they say. It's read out to you. I'm like, this is. 
this is just as time consuming as if I just picked up the phone and screened it. That actually made me wonder what this scammer wanted. You know, he called me, said you listed your car for sale. Send me, tell me the code I texted you. It was a Google code. And I just got done watching the number one movie on Netflix called Missing, which I'm going, I was very highly inspired by the show. It was like this girl finds her mom using uh, the internet and it was all shot off of her desktop. So it was a cool, as a producer, it was a cool way to, to look at how you could use technology and shoot it from this. Anyway, um, well, what I found out by watching this show, and you would e- easily see it, is that Gmail or Google has your privacy and security that tracks your physical data location at all times and like all of your encrypted. It, it was just like, so I was like, was he going after my Google privacy and security settings? Because uh, he was coming, it was a Google code that w- he sent me. Probably. I had that too once. So I think it's Google that has all the goods on us. He could have even been opening like a Twitter account or anything that requires a phone number and then they do a verification with SMS. Because he got my phone number from my car listing. He must have had my email from my car listing because both of those I put on there. This was like chat GBT trying to make an account in your name. Just so you know, I gave up trying to sell my car. I'm taking it to CarMax at 2.30 tomorrow to sell (laughs) to some human beings for less. I don't care. I'm done. I got scammed out. When people start texting me, my only reply now is too many scammers are talking or contacting me. Please call me if you're real. I'm gonna list my Hummer just for fun. I want to play scammers. Why don't Why don't you park your car in Walmart parking lot with a for sale sign? I'm just gonna go to CarMax and it's done. Scammers thirty. I mean, I would. I don't know. That'd be really interesting to see if you did that. If scammers are like. I don't know. Would they drive by and no? So no, I don't think there's not get that, that many way. rampant scammers no, out. It's online. Yeah, online. Those, you're those get I didn't want to call them fuckers, but those they're not even in the country. Come well, on. actually, a lot of them did have Texas area code. Phone. Oh my god! Oh, you fell for that. Yeah. I get a phone call from you're my right. own number. It's a yeah. Google. You're right. It's I a got, Google. It's I, a Google. Okay, I see. I got a phone call from a local plumber. Of course, it was a telemarketer. You know, like they can spoof. They're just spoofing these numbers. So I guess to my point, we're not going to recognize our world. We're already like exponentially growing. Can you imagine what it will be like? Jeez. No, but we're going to find out. I'm just hoping I'm still hot and fit. The phone's obsolete, though. I'm ready to move on to something better. Email's obsolete, too. We need something that costs a small amount of money to get a hold of me, and then that way, like... Like, like a you, chip in your head. Like you said, if the phone rings, like, you know, you knew it was somebody you know calling, but now it's just like, I don't even want to look at the phone. It's some crap. Well, my phone now says spam risk. Well, yeah, Russell, they do. Yeah, how oh, are well, you getting Go- all these calls? Google, Can you sign up for some... Google's probably filtering out because I get a lot of notifications saying cr- transcript not available in the voicemail. I get probably 20 of those. So that means for every five or 10 I get, there's another 20 that Google successfully filtered out because they knew it was spammed by the number. Do you individually block each number after they call you? No, what's the point? They call from a new number yeah. every time. I have less of them. I started blocking them all. Yeah. Do you get? Uh, do you guys get weird messages? Like I get. Oh, yeah. I get messages that are from China. Too, yeah. and, it's, and then I get. Yep. And then I get this machine sending like fax code. Y'all get that? Mm-mm. I get the Chinese one all the time. Really? Because the fax the code time, scares me. There's a movie about. Uh, a thing where they hypnotize these people. You're gonna be like, you're gonna answer yeah, the phone and, and, go and they into... would call them and they would play like this fax code and then they became weapons of the state. Radio phone, video. Phone. There's a weird video, a movie in the '80s that uh, you made me think of something similar to that. It was, it was from the '80s. You, what am I thinking of? 
they would call and they had like this whatever and the guy would like get up and go blow stuff up actually on that note we're getting so in the future with our technology i heard it on the radio this morning that they were debating getting rid of am am radio altogether but then they're like no we still need it when we're in the middle of nowhere and i'm like oh matt's dad would have a heart attack well it, we don't <laughs> am radio he doesn't well, care I don't about we don't even well, have all AM. i just know is your Where dad uses radio towers and that's ham radio you know, and stuff that i don't understand but i know that like in a war situation this is the crap that's going to save our lives but yet we're trying to get rid of it but they you know? can't get rid of it it's a machine is going to put out that wavelength, and if there's a receiver to receive it, it's like saying we're going to get rid of air. It, you can't, okay. I mean, now AM radio doesn't even work out there where we're at. Oh, that's what it was. It was AM radio and vehicles. That's what it was discussing. Oh, I could see yeah. that. Because what's what's really on AM? A lot. I mean, talk radio. Yeah, we could put quantum bombs on AM if we looked into it. I bet. No, ta- bet a lot of good. talk. A lot of talk radio, like Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, that's is on, true. I like remember, used but, to be big AM. Now, whoever took over his slot still on it. You know. Yeah, but every time you go into a power line, it's like. But that same show is not going to be on FM. So how are, you're you're basically losing a way to live time listen to that talk show. Okay. Well, yeah. I guess you got to move to the podcast. So the the movie I was referring to is Videodrome from 1983, a Canadian science fiction film. It's worth a watch. If you actually haven't seen it, it's similar to what you were saying. It's pretty good. Mm, Okay. Yeah, Videodrome, old school. Whenever I hear about an old movie, because I heard about this one on a talk show, and I went and and watched it, and I was happy I did. Because, like, you can can watch this old movie. Maybe you got to rent it for $2.00. You can watch some garbage on Netflix that's new from 2023, but it's just crap, and you want the last two hours of your life back. So, mm. Speaking of... Oh, no, go ahead. No. I was just going to endorse the Chimp and Par on Netflix. That's all AI. That that's how they got that footage. Stop it. Don't say that. It's all AI. But no, what were you going to say? I need AA batteries. Remind me. No, sorry. For my remote controller. Bombs. Bombs. I got a PC 